0: I told you we had great guests today. We started it off today with Scott Jennings, uh, who served with Kavanaugh in George W. Bush's uh, administration and knows him personally, and we talked about uh, the judge, and we talked about what the Democrats are trying to do. And then we turn around here in this half hour, and Sheriff David Clark is going to be with us, senior advisor and spokesman, America First Action. Sheriff, how you doing? It's been a while since we've talked. Good to hear you again.
1: Hey, fantastic. Thanks for a wonderful introduction. I'm humbled by that.
0: All right, well, let's talk here. Uh, Let's get your take on what's going on with, with, I want to say sheriff, and that's not right, Judge Kavanaugh.
1: Yeah, this is a travesty. It really is. This whole constitutional process of advice and consent has been bastardized by the left, as the judge indicated in his opening statement. On Thursday, he said it has turned to search and destroy. Uh, and what a shame for a really good man uh, who is qualified, he's well qualified uh, for this position. And the Democrats doing, um, employing their strategy of, by any means necessary, uh, are doing, in fact, that to block this nomination. I think that the GOP and the Senate Judiciary got hoodwinked on this. They bent over backwards. Senator Grassley kept moving the deadline to accommodate Ford and accommodate his colleagues on the Senate Judiciary, and it didn't matter. They were playing a game, and uh, he fell for it. So now they leave this guy twisting in the wind yet another week over this FBI investigation, and it won't matter uh, what comes out of this. The FBI isn't going to find anything, and it won't matter. The Democrats will not say, well, okay, you did what we asked you to do. Let's go ahead and vote. Right now They're scheming for their next step which they've already uh broadcast which is to uh shame the fbi investigation and say it, it was uh done in a cursory fashion it wasn't serious they need to be given all the time uh that they need to do a thorough investigation It's all dog whistle dog whistle for please hold off until after the midterm uh, uh elections and so yeah, you know, we, we already know, and then Nancy Pelosi said we have our talking points. She didn't say that, but I am, and it's uh, to give us the Senate in November, and we'll stop Donald Trump, President Trump, and we'll also stop um, the GOP from seating uh, Judge Kavanaugh onto the Supreme Court.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. You hit it right on the head. Uh, McConnell, to his credit, you know, I got to tell you, I've, I've not been a big Mitch McConnell fan. He typically doesn't grab me as a guy who has a lot of intestinal fortitude many times. But uh, he just gave up another speech in the well of the Senate. And he said, we're going to vote on Kavanaugh this week. It's going to happen whether you like it or not. And he'd been, he says, I've been informed by the FBI that they're going to be done with this uh, investigation by tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I I know. And like I said, uh, to the Democrats, that won't matter. And I think Mitch McConnell has done uh, a decent job of this nomination. I thought he did a better job on the Gorsuch one. The reason why I say that, why these two are different, is um, they're playing the Democrats game. They didn't play the Democrats game in uh, the Neil Gorsuch uh, advice and consent hearing. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you move the goalposts. You, just, or you allow the Democrats to move the goalposts, and you just allow them more time to regroup, get on message, get their narrative together, their talking points, and go out. And with the help of the, their accomplice, uh, liberal media, the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, Huffington Post, and their ilk to go out there and peddle propaganda, uh, which they're doing against this, this great man, Brett Kavanaugh, who did not do this. Okay, I don't know what happened to Ford. I don't have to know what happened to Ford. I know based on what I'm hearing, based on what I'm reading, that Brett Kavanaugh did not do this. That's the important thing for me here, not to worry about what happened with uh, Ms. Ford. Somebody else got to worry about that.
0: Yeah, I I think that uh, there's no proof. And as far as I'm concerned, you're you're presumed innocent until you're proven guilty. There's been no proof. Uh, of guilt here there's been no proof of uh you know anything i mean how do you prove you're not guilty of something i mean you have to agree right. to be investigated by the fbi that's the most ridiculous uh thing i've ever heard
1: it was a he said she said well the rule of law has been turned on its head and that's what i meant when i said this whole process has been bastardized uh, by the democrats you're right there's this presumption of innocence that doesn't to hold when it comes to anybody nominated by a GOP president, not just um, uh, Donald Trump, but even previous presidents. And so when we lose these concepts that are time-honored, time-tested, like presumption of innocence, you know, proof beyond a reasonable doubt, those are concepts and theories, and those can go away very quickly. And that's what the left is doing by trampling on the rule of law here. People want to say, well, this isn't a court of law, this, this uh, Senate confirmation hearing, but it is a constitutional government process, so due process applies here. And the due process standard is that uh, Judge Kavanaugh retains these things, such as proof beyond a reasonable doubt, um, you know, no, no indictment unless there's a grand jury. Uh, you know, the grand jury returns an indictment. They've already burned this guy at the stake. They've already tarred and feathered him. So, and as as the judge indicated, he went there Thursday to save his good name. But the fact is he knows, he says, my reputation has been trashed forever. And he's right. That's what the shame of this process is. is We take good Americans who've been asked to serve. Look, Judge Kavanaugh didn't seek this position. The president reached out and tapped him and said, I need your service. And he stepped up willing to serve. He put everything on the line. Think of what his family's going through. I'm tired of hearing about Ford and and what she's going through and what she's been through. I'm not saying that I'm I'm indifferent to that, but I'm saying, wait, there's two people here, darn it. But it only seems, uh, according to the Democrats, that there's only one person here, and it's Ms. Ford.
0: Well, there's been so many people, prosecutors and whatever. You've got a lady who says this happened. You have four sworn affidavits that said, no, it didn't. I didn't see it. I don't know what went down. And she's got who a person who evidently used to be a friend who has said, no, I don't know what. I don't know, Kavanaugh. I don't know what went down. I mean, if, if you were investigating that sheriff, you would have to look at that and go, there's nothing here.
1: Well, I have investigated. I spent four years in law enforcement and about 14 or 15 of those were in the Criminal Investigation Bureau as a detective and as a lieutenant supervising criminal investigations up to and including murder. So I know what it takes uh, to do a, a complete and thorough investigation. Like you said, 36 years ago, we cannot recreate the scene. We'll never recover evidence. Sexual assault investigations are about trace evidence. In other words, you go to a scene if the perpetrator was there, he brought something into that scene and he left something uh, or he, he left with something from that scene. Carpet fibers, for instance, trace evidence like fingerprints, saliva, uh, those sorts of things, you know, marks on the, 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 the victim, so to speak. We'll never get there. We'll never find that sort of thing. So I would say and people have said this to me and I've said it in certain situations. They say, well, you know, sir, how do you know? You weren't there 36 years ago. You know what my response is? Okay, fine. Show me the evidence, and then we can proceed. There is no evidence. If there is no evidence, you know what? we got to move on.
0: Yeah, what's, what's the old saying? If there is no evidence, there is no crime. I mean, it's that simple.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the... This whole ruse about the FBI, and the FBI knows that They've been put into a precarious situation. And you watch, they're going to get smeared by the same people who've been propping them up over this um, uh, Mueller investigation and the corruption that went on with McCabe and Strzok and Comey and others. They've been, the Democrats have been rallying around the FBI trying to uh, enhance their reputation, but watch when they come back and say, hey, we're sorry, folks. We looked, we came, we looked, we saw, there's nothing here. Watch well, the Democrats turn on the FBI. So, you know, that's what this whole thing is about. As you know, you're, you're, your listeners know this stuff. But the, the important thing here is to continue to push back. Um, you call heart- your senators. Let them know. You guys better give this guy a, a consent here. You know, they get to vote however they want. But here's an important thing, too. Three senators, from what I read, Flake Collins-Murkowski, went to the president and said, we need political cover. Just do the FBI investigation so we have cover. And I thought, this is unbelievable. What do you need cover from? Do the right thing. You need cover to do the right thing. That's how horrible this entire episode has been in the history of the United States uh, uh, Supreme Court nomination process.
0: Well, that's what's terrible about why a lot of people run to be senators and Congress people. It's not about doing the right thing. It's about making money and having power, and you know that as well as I do. Sheriff, let me just ask, I know that you are now the senior advisor and spokesman for America First Action. Uh, To finish up our time today, tell us a little bit about America First Action. How can people get involved? What will they be getting involved in?
1: Sure. It is the official uh, President Trump PAC, started by um, some of his family members as well as Uh, people who worked on the campaign. What we're doing is is we're raising money so that we can message. Winning elections is about messaging and narratives, going out and uh, supporting the president's agenda to make America great again, his policies, his successes, and to um, get public opinion, more public opinion in support of what he's doing. And you need money to do that. That's what the money is used, that's raised there. Uh money's become, you know, Joe Lieberman said it. It's the mother's milk of politics, whether yep. we like it or not. The Supreme Court has ruled on it. Uh but people can find out more through America First Action. Uh just put it in the search engine. Also they can keep up with me at America's dot com. My new website rebuilt just went up. And follow me on Twitter at Sheriff Clark. And it's Clark with an E C L A R K E.
0: Alright, well, Sheriff, last question, then I'll let you go. November is just around the corner. I think we're, what, about five and a half weeks away from the election. I believe that we'll hold the House and we will expand in the Senate, and I believe what has happened during uh, to Kavanaugh uh, by the Democrats will play a big, big part in that. What say you?
1: Well, we can only hope so, but, you know, rather than get into predictions, what I like to tell people is elections are about narratives, they're about Um, turnout, 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 whoever's side, whichever side gets their people to the polls is going to win this thing. I think it's still doable for us. Little uh, concern, but I like that sense of urgency I have, and I need all of your listeners to have that same sense of urgency. Be afraid, be scared that you wake up November 7th, and next thing you know, you find out that the House or the Senate or either both have flipped. How will you feel? So let's do something today and not be presiding over a post-mortem on November 7th about what happened to us.
0: I'm with you on that, Sheriff. Sheriff uh, David Clark, thank you so much for the time. And by the way, when you show up at all of those political events, keep wearing those cowboy boots, Sheriff. <laughs> Count on it. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you later. Thank you so much, Sheriff David Clark, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget, Senior Advisor Spokesman, America uh, First Action, coming up. Somebody's got a gun show coming up. I'll tell you who it is when we get back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.